Find out the secrets to building your personal brand. Get control in your life by using leverage. Discover the power of outsourcing. The king of the no BS common sense approach to business. Welcome to Confessions of a Virtual Boss, hosted by the virtual boss himself, Michael Brody. Hey everybody, Michael Brody here, and welcome to Confessions of a Virtual Boss podcast. Today we talk about Philippines outsourcing. I'm going to go so far as to call this episode, Philippines Outsourcing Starter's Guide. For all my new listeners, if this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. I really do appreciate it. The podcast is produced um, twice a week, comes out Monday and Friday, and all our podcasts with videos and other goodies can be found at www.michaelbrody.net. Remember, come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also, if you're not sick of me, follow me on Twitter at the Virtual Boss. All links are in today's show notes, including the blog copy that is based on today's show. Now let's do what we do best, and let's get into today's show. Hello, it's Michael Brody from virtualstaff.ph, and this is the Philippine Outsourcing Starters Guide. So you're thinking of hiring a Filipino virtual assistant, or perhaps a remote worker in the Philippines, and you want to know all the ins and outs before deciding if it's right for you. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. Great news. Here's the starter guide, and it's going to help you. Number one, freelance or remote work. Freelancer. You might be familiar with them from websites that offer this service, things like Upwork and Elance, well, formerly Elance. A freelancer is someone who usually works temporarily or on a per-project basis. A remote worker at virtualstaff.ph. We're a marketplace for, for connecting entrepreneurs with remote workers in the Philippines. This is just like hiring locally, except one difference. You hire talented staff who are home-based in the Philippines. They work for your business either part-time or full-time. This is what we call a permanent solution to business growth. Number two, you hired a person, not a robot. This is not a sci-fi movie. I am not the Star Wars guy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're not hiring a contract worker. You're hiring a new employee. Whether that be a Filipino virtual assistant or another specialist role, a virtual employee for SEO or programming or video editing. The fact is, you're hiring a person. Treat them like you'd treat any employee you'd hire locally. Whether it's Bob down the street or John from your sister's you know, office or whatever it is. Here are some quick tips that might help. Communicate daily. It does not have to be too much. You know, you don't have to be excessive here. I'm not talking about overboard. But saying hi, asking how they are, asking for feedback are all great ways to build an awesome working relationship. Just like in the non-virtual world, questions like, did you do much over the weekend on a Monday morning? They're just great ways to add the human element to a relationship. Maybe you don't care, but still, it cements the human relationship. It works, it's good. Number three, Filipinos are super polite. Yes, they are. One of the big reasons why 
Filipinos are dominant in the overseas nursing sector. Nurses, hospitals, you see them in America, the UK, Australia, we see Canada, we see them. A lot of Philippine nurses. And it's because, as a culture, they're very sensitive and caring. It's another reason why the customer service outsourcing sector is freaking booming in the Philippines. We're both small businesses and large companies, like JP Morgan, using it as a place to have custom workers. Whether that be on the telephone, whether it be live chat, whether it be online support. Here's some things to consider. Filipinos worry they won't perform perfectly. They want to please you. They want to do the job well. They often hate confrontation. Do you think I hate confrontation? By the sound of my voice. <laughs> I do not hate confrontation. Filipinos often do. They often don't like to admit that they don't know something. In case they get, I don't know why, maybe it's in case they get fired or verbally abused. I don't know. But maybe a lot of people back home don't like that. But Filipinos do not like confrontation. So to be careful of that. Be wary of that. Because of these cultural traits, which might I add are a, a positive as well as a negative, if you don't make your virtual employee or your virtual assistant feel comfortable and able to talk to you on a, on a personal, human level, they might go AWOL. They might disappear, especially in the beginning of a working relationship. If they think you're a schmuck, they might disappear. I don't know. Here's just some quick ways to make the relationship work well. Note, this is not rocket science, but it's simple human communication. I am not Tony Robbins. I am not going to tell you how to communicate and build rapport. Open up dialogue. Keep communication flow open, easy, and human. Human is the word. Set expectations at the start. Let them know you're fine if they need to ask something. And don't expect them to know everything. Tell them that. So not worry or get stressed if they're unsure. Just ask or take some extra time to Google the answer, whatever it happens to be. Make it clear in the job description what skills you need. Remember, not, do not expect one virtual assistant to be able to do freaking everything. I mean, Superman does not exist. It is a movie. <laughs> However, during the interview process, simply ask questions about skills, like you would in any interview. Employing a VA or a virtual assistant in the Philippines is no different to hiring somebody locally. The difference, the only difference is they work from home and you pay significantly less in salary costs. However, interviewing and hiring is the same, working with them is the same. If it was so different, which many middlemen, many middlemen outsourcing companies, the recruitment companies in the Philippines, they profess it to be, you need their expertise. No, you don't. If you did, you would, nobody would hire a Philippine virtual assistant in the first place. If there was some big, you know, big bloody cultural difference, then obviously it, the relationship would never work and this whole industry wouldn't be grown on double digits every year, would it? I mean, come on. If the interview was a challenge, the working relationship would be a nightmare. And this would, be a, this would not be a multi-billion dollar industry. That's just a fact. So be careful when people try to tell you it's difficult and you need their expertise to help you. You don't. Number four, where to hire? Our website, www.virtualstaff.ph, is a great place to directly hire Filipino virtual assistants. You can hire remote-based staff in the Philippines. It's easy. You sign up for an employer's account. You can try for free, 
then post a job or contact workers direct by browsing profiles and resumes. Here's just a few things to remember. Post a job that is short but accurate, super accurate. List skills you need. Remember, post a job advert per position. Don't expect an SEO expert to also be, say, a programmer. State salary and working hours. Do you want to pin $400 a month to work 9 to 5 Monday to Friday EST time? I don't know. You know. <laughs> Put it down. <laughs> State experience and qualifications that you need. Didn't need a bachelor's degree. Didn't need experience in a particular field. Number five, train them. Okay, so if you hire a programmer, an SEO expert, a web developer, then of course you probably won't be training them because the odds are in the favor that they're more skilled than you are, which is the reason you're hiring them. I have a team of programmers. I, my programmers are Python and Django and Framework and all this kind of thing. I mean, I thought Python was a snake, um, <laughs> but it's apparently a, a programming language. So <laughs> my developers who work for me in the Philippines, they're way smarter than I am when it comes to, to computer language and software skills. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm an idiot when it comes to this type of thing. However, if you're hiring a virtual assistant or a, a Filipino VA or a general assistant or whatever fancy term we outsourcing experts use, because we always come up with these words, you know, a VA, a virtual assistant, a general super VA, a rock star VA. I mean, come on. Okay, it's a virtual worker who's going to do general tasks or specialist tasks for you. There you go. I've just dispelled the myth. Ongoing training of new skills, giving them training virtually, things to read, things to learn, access to any training material if you have them. Could be free ones, such as the ones Google provide. Remember, you're hiring virtual assistants to build your business, to get control of your life, by outsourcing the tasks you don't want to do. And because of this, it's about training, it's about molding someone to fit your business vision. And the good news is, Filipinos are super adaptable. They're excellent learners. They are Asian. They are smart. They, they like, you know, they're studious or whatever the word is. Studious, I think it is. Next tip, provide regular feedback. The aim of the game and the, the, the grand slam here is to hire full-time, long-term virtual assistants who help you build a team, grow your business at a faster pace than you could do otherwise. Provide regular feedback. Provide positive feedback before constructive criticism. Pat them on the back for a job well done. Also, obviously, of course, remind them when things need to be done better, but do it in a constructive way. It helps you get the best return on investment from your virtual employees, and it creates a win-win scenario. The next tip, require that they send you a daily email. Hold them accountable. Keep the relationship under control. This stops your micromanagement, which the whole point of this is so you're working on adding value to your business and getting control of your time. You don't want to be micromanaging. We're not micromanagers. We're, we're, you know, we're virtual bosses. We're CEOs. We're, we're visionaries. We're people who want to grow the companies. It moves projects forward and towards goals, which is great. Again, tapping on the accountability side. Pay your virtual staff on time. This creates trust, which is good for you and your business, and it's just good business. I mean, nobody wants to work for a schmuck and never pays. If you're always late paying, where's the trust element? Are they going to go the extra mile? I mean, just, you know, just common sense for that one. Never, ever, 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 
ever pre-work, pre-pay for work, should I say. Never pre-pay for work. Never ever pay for work in advance. Do you understand? Can I say this one more time? Never ever pay for work in advance. Okay, so you hear me. And I have a whole lot of videos and, and on the podcast, The Confessions of a Virtual Boss. Common sense is key. Don't pay people in advance. It doesn't matter how honest they are. It's just not a good thing to do as it opens you up to easily avoidable scams. Maybe one in a thousand do it. I don't know. But just avoid it. Why even open yourself up to this possibility of, you know, when people want 500-pound deposits or 500-pound staff finding fees or 2,000 up front in, you know, dep- you know, salaries in advance, just forget it, okay, really just be careful, if you want to go down that route, just be super careful and know that I've warned you, at least my conscience is clear, just like back home, pay your virtual employee weekly, bi-weekly or monthly, totally up to you, the keys to a successful virtual team, unless you've agreed on different terms, because it's up to you, you're in charge, you can, you know, on a site like virtual staff, it's totally up to you, you can say work whatever hours you want for this amount of money. These are the working hours. You have flexibility. You have to work X hours. You have to, you know what I mean? So it's totally up to you. But here's just a few things which I find are keys to a successful virtual team. They're expected to work 40 hours a week. They're expected to only have one full-time job, which is working for you. They're expected to send a daily email with tasks they've worked on, tasks completed, tasks being worked on, and also, this is something I do, I ask them to send me ideas, questions, or anything that they themselves think will benefit our business, and that's just my management style. It's, I think it's, it works well for me. You expect this to be a long-term relationship. This is a permanent job. Using virtual staff.ph is not about freelancing or, or temporary gaps. There's a whole market f- for that. You've got Upwork, you've got you know, freelance, you've got all these sites. Go to those sites if you want that. They're, you know, they're great at it. Virtualstaff.ph is about a permanent solution. It's about building full-time remote staff in the Philippines, specifically in the Philippines, to drive your business forward. Personally, I let my staff have semi-flexibility with working hours. I let them take time off if they need it. How do I do it? People always ask me, Mike, how do you do this without people just taking the advantage of you? You know, really taking you for a mug. Well, I set daily and weekly tasks. I set goals for my videos, for example, or this, what's what's going to be, what's being edited. I give my video editor 24 hours to complete a set number of videos. I give the notes, the bullet point, what I want specifically, and I let him have some creativity, of course, as well. I don't care what time he works on it. If he wants to work under 2 a.m. or 6 p.m. or 4 a.m. or whatever the hell hours he wants to work, it's fine. It's awesome for me, it's awesome for him, he can spend time with his son, and for me, I get the videos completed by the deadline. You know, it works. It's just, it really works. It's, it's a perk that you can add, which is just great. This can change your entire business and life. I'm not just saying this. I've personally made a lot of money by creating virtual teams in the Philippines, and my virtual staff are all home-based. And they've, they've provided me with a life and an opportunity that I could not have had without them. But seriously, this, you don't realize if, you, if you've never hired a VA before what this can do. If you get this right, this, can, this is the game changer, the great equalizer. It really is. But here are some facts. Treat them like you would treat regular local employees. Remember, you are hiring them as a permanent solution to building your business. 
you're hiring them instead of hiring local employees because you can save 75 to 82% on salary costs while you're still getting high-skilled, degree-educated workforce. And here's a final note. If you plan on them being a long-term employee, put in some basic time to train them, motivate them, create a good working relationship, then it will do amazing things for your business and your life. Trust me on this one, it really will. If, however, you treat them like a temporary worker from Upwork or something like that, who is doing some casual work, then the relationship will never reach the potential that it otherwise should have. Instead, you're better off going to a freelancing site and just hire someone for a temporary one-off gig. So how do you get started? Well, it's simple. You go to www.virtualstaff.ph, you hire your virtual employee direct. It's the lowest cost option available as it's a marketplace. It's a Philippines marketplace for you to directly hire home-based staff in the Philippines. We don't take a percentage of the worker's salary and there is no salary markup. Go to www.michaelbrody.net, which is my personal site. I blog, podcast, and video about everything you need to know about outsourcing, hiring, and working with virtual employees in the Philippines. Remember, you can also reach me on Twitter, at the virtual boss if you'd like to annoy me or tweet me, <laughs> whatever you want to do. <laughs> and that's the show. It brings the curtain down on today's show. Thanks for listening to Confessions of a Virtual Boss podcast. Remember, the podcast comes out twice weekly on a Monday and a Friday. And any questions that you have, because you might have questions, I don't know, maybe you do, you can email me at michael at michaelbrody.net or Twitter or tweet me or whatever you want to call it, at the Virtual Boss. And until next time, take care and have a good one. This is Confessions of a Virtual Boss.